My name is Phil Mendoza, and this is the Championship Bowhunting Podcast, fueled by Mountain Ops. Join me as we give you bowhunting tips to help you take your preparation to the next level. Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 33 of the podcast, and in today's episode, we have a very uh, touchy subject, you might say. I'm going to go off track where I was hitting some tuning and uh, technical questions last week on the podcast. Today, we're going to get into some hunting, and, and a topic that's it's a debatable topic, uh, gets heated for some people. And and most people, especially if people have bow hunted, have have come across it, and that's just uh, when to punch your tag. You know, after you've you've released an arrow at an animal, whether you you know whether you find it or not. Uh, before we get into that, though, I want to say uh, give a special shout out to Mountain Ops as our show sponsor. Uh, check out their Conquer Fitness program. Small monthly fee. Uh, you get quite a bit of information on there. That looks like a, a pretty awesome deal there if you want to check that out get to getmountainops.com also uh, look at our new shirt design on the website it's a february t-shirt design once again if you get on the pre-order you'll save a few bucks Uh, those shirts won't ship out till the end of february but you will take advantage of of some, some savings there also we have an itunes giveaway and a new newsletter giveaway so if you're not yet on our newsletter get to championshipbowhunting.com it's a once-a-month newsletter, uh, give you some pertinent information, and uh, this last one we had a survey. So if you took that survey, you got a, a coupon for the store as well. So getting into today's topic, you know, everyone's been in it, and I'm going to tell a story of, of a previous hunt of mine that I experienced that, you know, I was hunting elk a few years back. I was... Um, got in on a bull, shot up arrow out a bull, shot an arrow at a bull, and I hit him in the shoulder. Uh, I, I did get some penetration. Uh, didn't never, I never found the arrow. Didn't know how much penetration, but he was leaving some blood. So, long story short, you know, gave it an hour and a half. Went up and and started to follow a blood trail. It got late. It was it was right before dark. So, followed blood for a little bit at night. Figured. Uh, I was going to come back in the next day. So next morning, I'm there at first light, pick up the blood trail. I'm following blood, and, you know, it was spotty. It wasn't a very good blood trail. Probably, I don't know, two, 250 yards worth of just a drop here, drop there. Ended up doing a grid search for the rest of that day and never found anything. Never. I mean, I... I picked up after I, I grid searched you know what I felt was a reasonable area I picked up a couple trails and I even hiked down you know about three quarters of a mile out on a couple trails so at the end of the day I'm hiking back up towards the the trailhead and I get up towards the top where there's a almost towards the road and I ran into a couple other hunters and the bull that I had shot an arrow at had a very distinct rack and I knew that when I shot it so when I got back up I, met, I ran into a couple other hunters and, and asked them how their their day went. They said they got into some elk, and they mentioned a very unique looking bull that had a limp. Needless to say, we we continued talking and found out that 
apparently that was the bull that I had shot the night before or shot at. And he was still out chasing cows, bugling, and, you know, they were heavy in the rut. So whether it was his adrenaline, you know, his hormones, everything else kicking him, kicked in, that bull was apparently healthy enough to continue to, to chase cows. And, and uh, you know, even at one point the guy said that, you know, he was he was coming in on another bull with elk to try to take some cows. So at that moment I made the decision that – you know, I was going to try to still get back onto that elk, which we did, and we never saw him again. But I felt that it was a it was an okay time for me to continue hunting. Now, this topic becomes very it's it's a very personalized subject because you know some people may say once you draw blood, you should be done. I don't disagree with that to some extent, but you need to take every situation and evaluate everything um, that happened. You know, whether it's you know, if you've got a, that's why I really, I went to a camera on my bow this year because I can, I can at least get a glimpse of what's going on. So whether you go back and review some footage, if you have a hunting friend or, or partner that's with you and you guys can evaluate the situation, you know, once you go through the process of, of looking for this animal that you, you may have shot at, um, you know, the, the whole lighted knocks topic here with Colorado allowing lighted knocks last year, you know, I felt that was a, important issue for many people because if you can find your arrow at least you can help identify if there's blood if you hit if you had a clean miss um so those tools you know really help out and and even going a little further went into the to the uh, colorado parks and wildlife regs and i'm looking at looking for any information as to where it says gives you a definitive answer and there's nowhere that it gives you a definitive answer every regulation it says upon kill you fill out your tag upon kill you can do this upon so here in in page 17 of last year's regs the only one sentence that i can read in this whole i don't know 69 pages worth of content says and this is in the illegal activities under uh again page 17 number 16 says fail to make a reasonable attempt to track and kill animals you wound or may have wounded. And that's under illegal activities. That's all it says. You need to make a, make a reasonable attempt. That's where some people get in that argument because what I believe is a reasonable attempt and what someone else believes is a reasonable attempt may not be the same thing. And I'm not the the ethics police telling you here once you once you draw blood you're done. I'm not saying that. Obviously, in that story I just shared, I continued hunting. Um, there's there's been other situations, and and I hear it from bow hunters all the time. I shot. I don't know if I hit him too far back. I don't know if I hit him too high, uh, and I never found him. You know, well that becomes a personal decision whether you continue to hunt or not, and. You know, it, it's. I'll, I'll leave it at that. You know, I, I want to say that for such a heated topic for some people, there's very little information written or documented by the, the Game and Fish, for example, here in Colorado. I've read some other manuals and other places that I've hunted, and it's it's always a gray area. Like I said, it's. I, I encourage you to share, you know, any experience you've had, I encourage you to, you know, give me your opinion. If you think I'm wrong, if you say, hey, you know, once you draw blood, you're done, I, I can respect that. You know, that's your your opinion. But, again, I'm I'm here to tell you that I've seen animals get hit with, with, a, 
while rifle hunting that didn't that didn't die with a bullet. I've been in another situation when I was rifle hunting early on. This is in my late teens, and I shot a bull elk right in this chest. You know, he was he was facing me. Shot him with a seven seven mag, and he turned and started running sideways like I never hit him. I shot him again um, in the lung area, and I you know he buckled a little bit. Well, I shot him a third time in the spine to finally have him drop. When I went up to start uh, caping that animal. There was a broadhead in the shoulder, and you know it, it's these these animals, especially animals in the West with elk, and, and even bigger than that with moose. They're a tough animal, and and they're you know they know nothing else but to but have the will to survive. So with that being said, all I can say is make a reasonable attempt. Use your best judgment. We are all hunters out here. We we want to continue to pursue game and enjoy high quantity of animals in some areas it's a quality thing but you know that that's all i've got i wanted to touch on that subject share a couple stories like i said i want to thank ty berry for bringing this this topic up because it is a is a personal thing you know i've been with other hunters whether it's family or friends where someone else has, has wounded an animal and i felt like i went over even what they were expecting to do to try to look for for a game and i know some other people have done the same and again all i can say is that's where when i when i try to encourage people and teach people to prepare for a worst case scenario whether it's shot uh shot grouping size and i touched on this on a seminar i did at the uh denver ISE. you know some people say a paper plate size target is good enough well for elk maybe so but once you start getting into mule deer or maybe something like antelope you know you you need to be a four to five inch group size not a six to eight inch group size and then take every situation into account whether the animal is feeding and, and unaware whether the head's up and alert so there's so much that you need to be aware of in the field and like i say just be as prepared as you can be because if you're as if you've practiced as much as you can if you're as in as good a shape as you can be if you've practiced shooting with you know intense situations whether it's tournaments or um you know whatever the the situation may bring about that that helps you get you know in in a nervous situation or get your 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 nerves up and be able to shoot your bow accurately all those things help for those situations in the field to maybe help you make a little bit better shot so i'm gonna leave you with that one more shout out to uh ty barry you're gonna get some uh, championship bow hunting gear. Uh, remember, everybody out there, if you have any topics or questions you want us to hit on, uh, feel free to submit those. Uh, special thanks to Mountain Ops. Go ahead and check out all the supplements and their gear at getmountainops.com. We will be getting a little bit more into some of the preparation side and the fitness side of being prepared as a bow hunter here moving forward with some uh, some guests some guests on the show. So I'm going to just throw that out there as a teaser. Be looking forward, be looking for some of those episodes here in the next couple of weeks as I bring some some guests on to help me touch on uh, all things fitness. So I'm going to leave you today with that one phrase again, uh, never settle for an imperfect shot, and we will check you guys out on the next one.